Hi, I'm Tahi Wiggins. This is Main Street Conversations, the segment of Main Street Speaks where we have conversations with interesting people in the area. I've really gone full circle because when I was in the 11th and 12th grades, I worked at the school board office in a work-study program. My mom was a school bus driver and the cafeteria manager in Montrose Elementary School. And my dad was a substitute bus driver, mainly driving my mom's school bus. She had her own personal dedicated substitute driver since he worked on the water. He um, was able to get home early enough to drive the school bus for her a lot of times. And so with Westmoreland, the Westmoreland County um, School Board, I feel I've gone full circle. I've experienced being a student. I've experienced being the daughter of two employees. And now I've experienced being a school board member. Today, I'm speaking with Iris Lane. I am a um, citizen or resident of Westmoreland County, Virginia. I'm the daughter of the late Walter and Mary Jesse Lane, who were lifelong residents of the Northern Neck. Miss Lane grew up in Westmoreland County and has lived there most of her life. She worked for the U.S. Department of Education before returning to the Northern Neck, where she's a Westmoreland County school board member and member of many other organizations in the area, as we'll discuss. I, um, of course, ran for the school board in 2011, and I'm currently a member of the Westmoreland County School Board. Um, I had a young lady that uh, recommended me to be on the board of directors for the for Riverside um, Hospital, which is now VCU Tappahannock Hospital, and I'm still on that board also, on the board of directors for the Virginia School Boards Association, and have been able to serve as the finance chair and what else um right now i'm the at large um member for the board of directors and i was the chair for the eastern region and i got to do a lot of things and continue to do a lot of things in the community uh, that it's it's my way of giving back to the community but the community is also giving me a lot in each and every one of those positions And as well as the school board, the hospital board, and the Virginia School Boards Association, she also serves on the board of the Virginia Twin Rivers Watermen's Association. The Virginia Twin Rivers Watermen's Association is an advocacy organization for watermen, waterwomen, and folks that work in the seafood industry locally. They are the ones that advocate for like some of the the legislation that's needed um, for the waters, for the waters, the waters around the area that advocate for fishermen, oystermen, anybody that works in the water to make sure that some of the laws that are passed don't negatively impact people who are trying to make their living on the water. And so, and it has been very difficult these these past few years. It has been extremely difficult. If that wasn't enough, she's also involved with the Westmoreland County Museum. The Westmoreland County Museum um, handles the history of, of Westmoreland County. 
And that has been very, or was a very interesting experience. There are a lot of, it's all volunteers. It's just very interesting. It's hard to, without going into a longer, 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 longer story, <laughs> to describe, um, I can tell you what the board does. The board has museum exhibits every month. You can check out their uh, Facebook page. And they usually have something going on uh, related to the history of Westmoreland at the Westmoreland County Museum. And they're also uh, a place where you can find records, county records, historical documents, and the uh, history of the county. Quite clearly, Iris Lane gives of herself for this area. Um, this area, the Northern Acre of Virginia, specifically Westmoreland, is a part of my identity. It's a part of my culture and it's a major part of my being. <laughs> and so it, it means a lot to me. Um, my mother passed away in 2013 and for sure I thought that I would move back because I used to live in the DC area, that I would move back to Maryland, DC, Richmond, or somewhere closer to the city. And, and I didn't. And I didn't because I am so invested in this area and it's no place like home. This is my home. And what is home? Home is where you feel grounded. Uh, home is where you find comfort. Home is where you have memories good, bad, indifferent, <laughs> but you have memories that allow you to develop into the individual that you are. And um, for me, home, home is also a connection to my ancestors because even those that have passed on, I still feel a very strong connection to the lessons I learned while um, they were still here on the earth. Home is also a place that she associates with the core values and the lessons of her family. Um, one of my mom's, well, the lessons I learned from my mother was that you never ask anyone to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. So that's a really uh, big lesson. From my dad, I learned the lesson of... Um, it's similar to the lesson learned from my mom, but you treat others the way you want to be treated. And um, from my late sister, Glenda Lane Carey, I learned that you are a part of the community and the community is a part of you. And another one of those strong values was and is faith. My uh, late family had such strong faith. It's amazing. Um, my dad um, had cancer and um, my late sister Glenda had multiple sclerosis and my, and these were the illnesses that they died from. This may, I don't want to sound morbid, but, and my mom also had cancer, but they never complained during their illnesses um, because if they had such strong faith in God that they trusted that no matter what occurred, even if it was time, their time on earth was over and it was time for them to go home with their heavenly father, they were very comfortable with that. 
my faith. I've had some extremely great role models with faith in my family. So that's a core value. And what is it about this area that you love or that strikes you as unique? The people. I think that's one of the most unique aspects. It's the culture. It's the environment. It's the atmosphere. It's the warmth of the community. And it's all of the things that make this area really significant. The home of presidents the uh, historical um, aspects, good and bad, (laughs) of this area. But it's a place where I think the people are very welcoming overall. Notice I said overall. But she told me that even though the attitudes of this area are unique in their own way, the sense of home that they impart is applicable in other areas of the world, and that sense of home can apply across national borders. I loved when I was younger in my 20s and 30s, every year I went to the Caribbean. What I noticed was it reminded me of home in so many different ways, the culture, the people. The people um, there were really warm. It was almost like a home away from home because the people were so similar to the people here in the Northern Neck. They weren't similar to the people and I didn't consider them to be very similar to the people in the city, but it was more the warmth, the strong culture, the traditions, because a lot of the islands, they have their own traditions and um, the different foods, which their food would be different from our food, but it's still that tradition of the home cooked meal and um, the tradition of taking care of others, of um, opening your home or helping someone else, uh, just like the people here in the Northern Neck. And even now, I can say in Westmoreland County, um, our superintendent who came from North Carolina was able to connect us, our school system, with a program where we're able to have teachers teach here for two or three years that are from, and most of them are from the Caribbean. One of the teachers in particular, when she first came, I had a school board member that called me and asked me if I would take her to my church um, because she thought my church would be more similar to the teacher's church in, in Jamaica. And so I picked the young lady up, took her to church, And she had the best time. And she said it reminded her of home, which I thought was excellent. Um, So those are the type of uh, situations where I feel that, you know, I take home with me and then I'm here at home too. So uh, home is home. Home is wherever you take it. You take home with you in addition to the place of home.
After college, Ms. Lane went on to work at various positions in the federal government, spending the most time in the Department of Education until the late 2000s. In 2009, I retired from the U.S. Department of Education, and I rode in a van pool from here to um, D.C. and back. And the guy that drove the van pool, I won't call out any names, who drove the van, um, he told me, he said, you're not going to retire. He said, you love that job. You love your job. You're not going to retire. And I said, yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I had a very short time frame in which to decide if I would accept an early retirement. And I did accept that early retirement in 2009, even though it did penalize my retirement a little bit. I got 10% deducted from what I would have um, gotten if I hadn't retired early. But that retirement in 2009 was one of the best things that could have ever happened to me. Because in 2013, my mom passed away from cancer. And I wouldn't have had those five years with my mom, five very rich, full years when we got to do a lot of things together. I wouldn't have had the time to take my mom to all of her chemo appointments and to her radiation appointments and just be there for whatever she needed me uh, to do for her. Even though sometimes I think she wished I would kind of, because she told me, she said, Iris, why don't you go out and spend time with people your own age and you know, spend time with your friends and do all of that. And I told her, I said, uh, I like spending time with you. <laughs> Those were some of the things that uh, I, I, I look back and I, I remember. And so I did let that job that I loved, I let it go and never looked back. I love this county. I love this area. Um, I think about all the time about growing up here. And even when I moved away, I worked in the DC area, um, worked for the US Department of Education for over 30 years. And even when I went away, I came back home on the weekends a lot. (laughs) And so I never really cut my ties with the area. And the reason I didn't was because it was such a large part of me. Even though this was just a physical place, and I've been many other places all around the world, but home, the people that live here, the culture that's here, the beliefs, uh, the values, the interactions, the people, all of that, is something that's very important to me and will always be important to me. Wherever I went, I took a part of of the Northern Neck with me. And it's a part of the Northern Neck that made me, I think, become the, like I said, the individual that I am. But then moving away and, and being exposed to things that were very different. I was always able to find 
some common thread that reminded me of home. That was Miss Iris Lane, and this is Main Street Speaks. I'm Tahi Wiggins. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.